This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The following will contain strong language, adult themes and Mara. You know that's me. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, we saying it's Nell. Hi guys, what's goody? It's Tammy. Hey, it's your girl Mara. And this is a Not Too Much podcast. If you know, you know. Hi guys. Um, I don't know if the previous conversation will be included in this episode, but... It better. I'll put it at the end as like a little blooper. Yeah. Um, I feel like... Oh, it was just a mess. Anyway... <laughs> How happened to the last episode? How is everyone feeling about it? Aww. You sad? Violin. I still see you people every day. Okay, so. for the audience, for the audience. Oh. My God. <laughs> Why are you being so... Listen, it's still so early for me. It's what? 10 minutes past one. Mm, mm, too early for me. Right. But um, I will miss you people. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. It's the last episode of a second season. (laughs) And I feel like at this point, especially with the Instagram polls, head over to NTM pod on Instagram. I feel like you guys have gotten to know us a little bit more, a little bit of our personalities, our quirks and twerks. What? Must everything rhyme? (laughs) The marketing Quirks and twerks. We could do something with that. We could. Oh. Anyway, oh, I'll, get, I'll tell you afterwards. But, nice. <laughs> and I feel like, it le- I think everyone has a very different perception of our personalities. Now, it's got the clogs turning. Mm. Do you hear my brain? It's going... Clogs? Isn't it the clogs in your head? Cogs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was envisioning a lot. I'm not going to lie. I was going to let you roll over with that one. But tell me really how to... <laughs> oh let me just get to it so i feel like to have a podcast um many people think you have to be very extroverted overbearing brash no i wouldn't describe us as that oh Oh. Oh. clap that tea clap it anyway uh i feel like most people would be like oh you have to be extroverted and talkative and don't one thing about us talkative but i wouldn't necessarily classify us all as extroverted no. But this is the thing. This is what got me. Hmm. I was like, how do you understand if you are extroverted or introverted? Because it's very... It's a very <laughs> sh- <laughs> Why is she laughing? No, okay. I, oh, this is going to be such I'm chaotic. Like, this is going to be such a chaotic last episode. But Tammy literally went to the side, yeah. <laughs> turned her head away from the mic. And like a fish, just like silently <laughs> yawned. I had to... <laughs> <laughs> I'm still sick, by the way. Uh, <laughs> right, no, I didn't know. <laughs> so chaotic. But Mara continues. Stop. How do we understand if we're extroverted or introverted? Because although it's very clear differences between them, well, stereotypical differences, I will say. Mm-hmm. There needs to be nuance, and there is now. People are saying they're an introverted extrovert, extrovert, introvert. What the oh, hell is going on? They're flipping Ambivert. it inside, outside. Ambivert too. Mm. That's They're a Missy Elliott. They're flipping it inside, outside. Uh huh. Yeah. 
Let me just open up the conversation. I can't <laughs> but do this anymore. I wanted to say though, like before we get into it, like mm. what do you guys define yourself? Before we get into it, <laughs> we've done about five minutes. <laughs> this is pure waffle. Let me speak. Oh, is this not a collaborative process? Okay. Um, oh. <laughs> what do you guys define yourselves as? Um. It's a serious question, though. I don't. I, this girl. I let me just am. direct my, your attention to the fact that this girl laughs, laughs when you can't see her. <laughs> um, okay, I would. Mm, okay, this is where it gets more ticky. Um, I would say I'm an introvert. There's no denying that with me. Mm. I would say. Thanks for the. <laughs> there was a very comforting <laughs> nod from time. She said, mm, "Very Oprah-like." Oh. Oh, that's what she reminds me of. Oprah. Anyway. Um, you get a car. You can <laughs> I wouldn't be giving everyone a car. I think... Oh, I feel like there needs to be a spectrum. I feel like I'm in between. Ambi. Yeah, that called me that. This Stop with, with that the fist. Black power fist. That Harriet Tubman <laughs> fist. Everywhere. To freedom! We've said that so many times on this podcast, I you know. know. <laughs> um, I say maybe Ambi. Because although... I feel like most people be like, I'm extroverted, but realistically, when it's time to go, it's time to go. <laughs> mm. I don't like being in environments where I'm forced to stay out, one. Two, after a long time of being extroverted, I need a break. I have to Recharge have a, a social battery. Mm. Or two, that I don't see anyone. And I'm like, what's wrong? What's wrong? You, leave me alone. Ooh, wow. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Um, what would you say? You are TT. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not that close. <laughs> oh no. I think we need to leave that where it started and return it to <laughs> Um but for me, hmm. well, I think a lot of what's so funny? <laughs> Didn't even get to answer. No, cut that. <clears throat> yeah, carry on. But the thing is, yeah, I think a lot of people misconstrue introversion or extroversion for like being, like you said, confident or shy or mm. something like that. <clears throat> like, cause I feel like I'm quite I think my probably bubbly, 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 my hubba-bubba nature has... Um, yeah, that's a good way to describe it. <laughs> <laughs> what? I didn't even finish what I was describing. Hubba-bubba, the chewing gum. Mm. Yeah. Thank you, now. It's full of flavour, but it runs <laughs> out to the topic. Back Wait, to the topic. I'm trying to say that back. Now let's try that a new laugh. Oh, ever since she's been ill, her vocal cords have been rearranged. Oh, but I was trying to say that because I think my bubbly, <laughs> my outgoing nature, maybe someone would say, like allows people to think that I am probably more extroverted than I am. Mm. But what do you guys think I am actually? I want to make this a little. You're an extrovert. You're an extrovert. Huh? You are, Tammy, you are. Sorry. But... You know those memes? I really was stuck. <laughs> you know what we need to talk about then? What are the qualities of... Why are you still pointing at me? Introverts. <laughs> now she's pointing at me. <laughs> what are the qualities of introverts and extroverts? And is there room to have a grey area? Because what are ma- what makes us this? I don't understand. I will say this. I don't believe in binary. Oh, f- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Our family listens to this podcast. I know. Do you know what? 
Wait, I have the word bind me written down. So mm. carry on. I like the sweat train of thought. It might lead into mine. <laughs> so I'm basically here to help you. Yeah. But anyways, what I was going to say is, right, I don't think one person can be fully an introvert and fully an extrovert. Mm. Like you can... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> no! Just one click. She's in the sunken a... place. <laughs> no, but I feel like you can be an introvert with extrovert qualities at times. You can be an extrovert with introvert qualities at times. I don't think you you can be stuck. But in terms of qualities, I feel like an introvert tends to prefer um, familiar faces and likes consistency with that. I like mm. that. Whereas an extrovert is more willing to kind of explore and likes and gains energy from meeting different people and stuff like that that's a good way that I really like comes that. through with good definitions for it's each all the topic. google scholars <laughs> she be <being>, sorry <laughs> <laughs> you have to expose black now oh, oh god you do love a study from google scholar i every time i think of something i go on google scholar yeah, as you she told me because I was thinking at one point now this girl can't be reading this from the top of her head. You know what I mean? You <laughs> <laughs> just want to mm, open up her head, but <sighs> no, uh, I can't. I agree with that. But my whole thing is, mm. which moments do you think clarified for each of you that we were either an introvert, extrovert, wherever it may be? Oh, probably younger years. Mm. Probably younger years. Um, you know what? For me, it was when I went to um a completely different high school to everyone from my primary school. Okay, oh. was your high school connected to your? No, I moved house. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So I moved. Um, and then I was in a different area, and then I was literally basically going to a school that no one else went to. Um, from my primary school, and I'm not gonna lie, it didn't really, it didn't phase me. So mm. I was assured that um mm. I can meet new people and make friends. Mm. I didn't need the um safety blanket of familiar faces. Mm. That's probably if I look back at it, that was probably when I was like, oh, period. Me? What about yeah. you, Nano? No. Oh. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what was that? Well, I like a Nino. <laughs> no, no. Um, I've always been an introvert. Personally, for me, mm, I can't read people's emotions. Like, when I first mm. meet a person, I find it hard to understand how they're feeling. Mm. Like, I know it sounds kind of weird, but, like, I need to get to know a person, to know their patterns, to know how mm. they're feeling in order to interact with them. So, yeah. for me, I've always known that that's a lot of energy mm. and time. Mm. Mm. And I'm a very passive person. Very. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I, I just don't have... Oh, I'm too tired. Like, I, I'm a very passive person. And also, mm, I don't really gain energy from be- meeting new people. Like, mm. I can do it. And I will do it if I need to. Mm. Like, if I'm in a room full of introverts, I'll be the extrovert. Mm. However, it's not something that I would actively seek out. Okay. Mm. Whereas you... Huh? actively seek it out was i silent or was i silent you didn't even let me speak no because i don't (laughs) think even me i don't actively seek it out unless we're in a specific setting Mm. like coming to uni for the first time right and and like actively seeking out like being like meeting other people but realistically i'm a if it happens it happens but i'm not going up to 55 people oh hi 
Who's going up to 55 people being like, oh, Tammy, hi. you do tour de France. It's you. <laughs> it's, you. it's always you. I think people have the perception of me. But... <laughs> perception, perception, perception. Yeah, that's the word. Maybe it's the truth. Ooh. <gasps> Did you think about that? It it's was a all a lie. Mm. People have the warped perception of me that I'm very loud, very outgoing, very bubbly, very smiley, very friendly. But realistically, I don't like none of you people. Um, so you're fake. I'm joking. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing is like everything she just said, apart from the loud bit, I think that's debatable. Mm. Is you? Yeah. Don't think you're loud. Just think um your voice travels. Wait. <laughs> I don't think what you're, you're trying loud. To say? No, I don't think you're loud. But you I don't think have a you're loud personality. Project. You're not. Sh- you don't shout. You're just talking. Yeah, I am just talking. But your mm. voice projects. Mm-hmm. You know something. But that's not loud. Do you know how? Mm-hmm. You know how many years I've had to carry this type of voice with me, and people have just been like, "Girl, inside voice," and I've just been like, "This Ooh, is inside voice." There's a lot of microaggressions. You know yeah. what I mean? Why don't you down. carry your voice in your bag? <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> because <laughs> i can relate to the i guess the observations and the feelings that you've both mentioned mm-hmm. and i can and i can blend the blending of the two of those would i would say to an extent be my experiences mm-hmm. so i never feel like like now says like you know i don't think there are any binaries here like i don't really yeah. sit in one category i just think that I mean, I'm, you know, I can sit with, oh yeah, you're a bubbly introvert. I can yeah. sit with that. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah. I think it's all about, mm, it's it's kind of like navigating people's perceptions and then your own perception versus right. people's reality and your own reality. It's quite... Because mm. I feel like with introversion and extroversion, it's also about like the, the thinking and feeling process. I think if people know yeah. me, I'm a very deep thinker. Mm-hmm. I think so internally sometimes and i'm so like so so i think so inwardly that sometimes i get so lost in it i feel like yes there are elements where i could see okay where that extroversion all those qualities make sense Uh but i just see myself as being someone who's like so not self-absorbed but inwardly absorbed with my thoughts about Mm. you know life philosophy all these things yeah that i'm just like it, it makes sense and those things kind of bring me a lot of peace as much as i like to seek out those like you know being or being in a like a dynamic environment oh honey when that thing drains me that thing drains me i, I have a theory i think most people will say they're introverts because of that yeah let me post something how about that's just being human because all things will drain you at one point being outside will drain you being inside will drain you people have their breaking points that doesn't necessarily mean you're an introvert. Oh, yeah. I'm going to just put it out there. I, I like that. People just mm. have their points mm. where they just need to recharge in both directions mm. because introverts get tired of being by themselves too at a certain level. Yeah. So I, I kind of think... Because they associate one... like they, they have like stereotypes like, okay, one's like a lone wolf and the other <sighs> one's like a party animal. Don't and get me started. TikTok is... I feel like a lot of people are... I think also re- like probably what you say almost in 
away like romanticizing the idea of being an introvert mm. i've seen so many videos about being like you know they cut aside to you just in the bathroom looking at yourself in the mirror taking that big deep breath being like Whew. i mean i guess for me i'm just gonna lay with like i am what i am we just are we're just human beings being you thrown know. into a life there are going to be days where I like people, like not like people, like being around people. There are going to be days when I don't like, there are going to be, like, I think with my, definitely my friendships, I love being more of an intimate setting. Like mm-hmm. being in small numbers, like freeze and stuff like that is helpful for me to be able to just really focus. Oh, thank God. <laughs> well, that and note. with that, wrap it up. Got it. <laughs> Hey guys, it's me again, back with another promotional break. Sadly, this is the last episode for season two, but don't be afraid. You can still catch your girls at our Instagram at the NTM pod. Head over there. You can kiki, laugh in the comments, even do a couple polls if you're feeling cheeky. You can also head over to our TikTok page at the NTM podcast, where you can get a little insight to our daily lives, okay? If you're feeling extra, extra generous, you can also give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, or you can give us a rating on Spotify. Anyway, I know you want to head over to the next part of the show, so I'm going to wrap this up, but we'll be seeing you in the next season. Don't forget about us, okay? This is so disrespectful. <laughs> the rate is actually so disrespectful. Get that disrespectful bitch out of here. Sorry, guys. If you guys hear the rain, I couldn't get it out in, in post. But yeah, Mara. In what? In post? Yeah. That's what it's called. As in post-editing? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it's called. It's an industry term. Yeah. Why are you looking at me like I'm Girl, crazy. you better get to know. I don't know. And now stay not known. <laughs> Ignorance at its finest. Ignorance is bliss sometimes. No, it's not. Forget that. <laughs> you shut that here. down. But anyway, a lot of people are ignorant to their fans. No, not their fans, their faves. Guys, babe, I don't know if they know this. Because mm. it was cut out. One episode didn't go. That were going to Beyonce. Oh. Don't know we're going to Beyonce. No, I don't know because I didn't. Think, it's not in that. I don't it's... think that episode's being released. Yeah, it's not being released. We're going to Beyonce, people. We're going to Beyonce. I feel so bad putting this on her. No, it's not on her. It's on us. It's... Actually, not on us. I'm not Nothing's saying. on me. It's no. on capitalism, but you know. Okay, wait. So we're going to <laughs> <laughs> we're going to Beyonce two weeks before someone's birthday. Someone really special. Just say well. yourself. Um, <laughs> Mara's birthday. I have a other friend whose birthday's on Mara's oh, birthday. Oh, shut up. <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. And if you listen to the show, hi, but actually relax. Anyway. Um, hey. <laughs> no hard feelings, please. There is. Um, so, anyway. <laughs> we're going to Beyonce. And I'm just going to say that the ticket process, getting that, was actually really... Shout out! Oh wait, I didn't even get to do. It. Shout out to now sister. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you. We're doing <laughs> the fist again to her. <laughs> She's doing a black power fist for yeah. you. Yeah, um, because she really secured the tickets, even mm. though we had every device set up. Anyway, um, I'm peddling around this to get to the point. The point is, basically, if we didn't get tickets, um, I'm not gonna lie, I don't think now I'll be here today. So <laughs> not <laughs> just now. Oh, I would have been on my way up too. Tell me too. 
I would have been very upset. He like, would have found a way to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been very upset for like probably like a year. Like no, we couldn't talk about it for a year, and then maybe after a year we could talk about it. I'm still not over the fact that I oh, no, I don't want to talk about it. The formation talk. I'm not really. I'm not. I'm not over the fact I couldn't do that. Oh. I'm not over the fact I didn't get to go on the on the run tour. I'm not over the fact that this is gonna be my first one, and thank God, thank God for now, sisters. I'm thanking God for you because this could have really been my thirteenth reason. Um, right. Um, me, yeah, for you. For me, um, I my family's a bit strict, so I, I knew I was never going to that formation tour. Um, on the run t- um two, mm-hmm, I was there. I knew we she was gonna say this. We were on the back seats, but we were there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had Holy Grail as she opened up, and I said, "I'm here. I'm in heaven." Speaking of heaven and God, um, <laughs> <laughs> we obviously saw Beyonce in Dubai. We, we rise from the sky. Oh, we went there. We rise from the sky, and we looked up to her heavenly presence. Do that drunken love riff. Now. We need to... <laughs> Sorry. No. Now, we need to talk about something important. Because mm. although we have a Beyonce... I'm going to say fan, because we don't know the word stan. Mm-hmm. But stan culture is a part of this. Everybody who's a fan of... some Extreme fan on extreme end. Mm-hmm. Anytime something goes down with their fave, what happens? Defensive. Mm-hmm. I think more so, you feel... You feel hit as if it's you. Yeah, you feel mm. personally attacked. You feel personally attacked uh-huh. because I guess, especially considering, I would say the people that I'm fans of and the era that they've come up in mm-hmm. and the close relationship they've been able to form with their fans that to really solidify a fan base, a lot of fans have developed mm-hmm. parasocial relationships with mm-hmm. those artists. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, seeing a really close relative or seeing mm. like a family member just get struck it's like, like seeing your best friend get struck yeah. yeah so then it's like do these close like parasocial relationships wow did it's- you i'm not even gonna point out what my just my mouth just formed but <laughs> <laughs> do you think that leads to maybe people pedestaling these whatever it be artists actresses just public figures mm. as like I won't say gods because, yeah, you know, because I. But in that realm of like importance to them, and in a way, is that problematic? Because then you kind of negate any wrongdoings they have. Yeah, mm. I do. Like, listen, I think it takes a lot to be able to say that. Especially, I think I can even say this that you know, I guess growing up, you you kind of almost blindly follow a person at times and you can almost feel like because you love somebody Mm -hmm. so much and you're in awe of the things that they've done you can almost I guess unintentionally or sometimes even intentionally just Mm -hmm. excuse some of the things that they've done or not even excuse it you can almost be like it's hard for you to really to to really accept that reality. Mm. I think there is an acceptance that this person is an actual person. It's not this fantasy or this idealized version that you've Mm. dreamed up. At the end of the day, this is a human being who is not perfect, who makes mistakes Mm. and hopefully is taking accountability for those mistakes. Mm. And you as a person, 
you do not need to fight tooth and nail for this individual. Mm. I think that's something we need to realise. You can love and respect the, the work ethic or the things someone has contributed to an industry or to a genre or whatever it may be, but still at the end of the day be like, I am going to still be honest with myself. Integrity over everything. Mm. But it's easier said than done because, listen, I know this too well. <coughs> it is easy to be like, oh, for goodness sake. Right. It's so easy to be like, for goodness sake, why can you just not do your thing? I will say some things. Uh, disclaimer, yeah. we're not talking about a particular public figure yeah. in this conversation. This is very oh, general. No, this very is objective. very general and kind of just our observations in terms of pop culture and yeah. the world. And this can really be any public figure. Uh, politics, um, music, the arts, whatever. Yeah. Um, I just happen to love music, so I'm talking about that. <laughs> um, for me, I think there's a lot that comes to play in this. There is uh, maturity levels. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the development of critical thinking, mm-hmm. and then there's also this public figures. Mm, how do I put this? How attainable it is to be them. Mm. When you see someone as unattainable or they're untouchable or maybe not to that degree, but you don't see yourself ever being on that level personally, Mm -hmm. I think it's easier to lift them up and to treat them and elevate them as other rather than someone who is is a human being on this earth who can make mistakes and also have the capability to acknowledge and accept those mistakes. Mm -hmm. Um. When it comes to maturity levels, I will say that when I was younger, I fell victim to this. I definitely just willfully ignored mm. yeah, very I would agree as well. um, problematic things that some of my faves um, have done. Mm. Um, or I just didn't understand yeah. why yeah, that because could be seen as problematic. That's true, because realistically, like you grow up and you have to kind of maybe unlearn first of all stuff that you in your childhood like develop Mm -hmm. and then you have to kind of learn a new set of rules how to operate within society what's seen as right and what's seen as wrong and it's hard to navigate that when you're younger because it flips all the time yeah like what is morally correct and what is morally incorrect is kind of it's a gray area Mm. so it's hard to navigate even now so as a younger person it would be difficult to kind of conceptualize and understand that Mm -hmm. i agree and then there's critical thinking. Oh, gosh. And I think critical thinking comes with time. Like, even now, I'm sure that in five years' time, the things that I think are acceptable now, um, with hopeful growth <laughs> of critical thinking, <laughs> yeah. I may not see that as right. Mm-hmm. And that's just life. Um, but those components, I think, add up to... Um, seeing your idols as literal idols Mm. do you think also because i'm always interested to see to think about the thought process especially because when i tap into like how my younger self was Mm -hmm. but interested to see like the thought process behind like why you feel so emotionally charged to defend someone and like we've established before it can also be Uh, potentially okay it's like almost having like your best friend Mm. or a family member being attacked and you you take that on personally but i think that's also a level of if you resonate with whoever you're you know 
your idolized figure is or the person that you do um who inspires you the person you admire I think there's a level of feeling like okay it's not even just like okay this person's like a representation of me or to some extent or something Mm -hmm. like that it's like almost I think like I said with parasocial relationships there's almost like a this person is me like we Mm. see each other and I especially think because of a lot of the people that um you know I in terms of figures I surrounded myself in especially in pop culture like you know especially being like you know black women Mm. you know I definitely think I took some of the 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 moment the moments that were just purely holding them accountable more personally because mm-hmm. I was like look someone here someone goes again trying to come and attack someone who is like me mm-hmm. someone who is me like I felt like it was almost like they were mm-hmm. coming for me because I think a lot of people are like if someone doesn't respect or like someone that you play so highly mm-hmm. what does that say about your judgment what does that say about you as a person I think it's just this whole thing becomes so personal. Mm. Like people almost, I know when people talk about things as well and they're sharing like, oh yeah, who their faves are and whatever it is. Some people are very sheepish to say who their faves are because they're like, oh, when you find out, what does that say about my judgment? What does that say about me as my character, my morals and everything like that? Like everything's so intertwined. I mean, I'm not going to say my degree, but (laughs) I do do a module on celebrity culture, which is, amazing because i feel like it's intellectualized um my personal experiences mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i love I've hearing been, about nell's course really when yeah, i've been a really fool interesting. oh a fool yeah no, not gonna lie those lectures be calling me out i'm like damn um but um one thing we do talk about are just general theories in terms of celebrity how celebrities are created um and how celebrities are marketed and formed mm-hmm. celebrities are formed right okay even though some of them and there's different types of celebrities and i'm not even gonna get into the theories of that because loki i have an essay to write but um when it comes to the attention economy Mm. right we we move on to things quick and that's only gotten quicker as time has gone by Mm. i think it's hard to accept that the person that you love so dearly, that you like so dearly, who you will defend like to the to the moon and back, right? Is crafted. That is not who they are. And that is every celebrity. Whether you think they're genuine or not, and this is nothing to attack their character, this is business, it is work. And they can have passion and heart in whatever they do, whether that's reality TV, music, acting, it's crafted. Mm. there's a management team there's a pr team that is crafting a very specific image so that you could relate to them and that image changes from person to person based on the different marketing tactics they do to make sure that one image fits many different experiences Mm. that is hard to accept Mm. and that is something i'm still learning to accept the people i identify with to this day that i will defend till this day they are not real that's the thing because even i feel like to idolize something is to still be out of reach of something Mm -hmm. to put something on a pedestal is still out of reach all the things that you are looking up to and you're placing so much emphasis on are out of reach it's not a reality and like you said i think that is the most crushing thing Mm -hmm. accountability is something that can be so I guess more concrete 
it's something that you can do, whether it's, you know, saying something to someone, writing something, you know, there are ways to actively seek out accountability in a more tangible way. But in terms <coughs> of the... F- <laughs> oh! <coughs> Jesus Christ. I'm so sorry. <coughs> <coughs> We're back, sorry. I oh. had a little coughing fit. <laughs> Guys, we nearly lost her. Oh, oh my God. Okay. She's still... <laughs> See? Nell okay. has been through it. And that is very real. Yes, those <laughs> <laughs> That right there is very real, yeah. people. But what I did want to say is, like I said, the, the accountability-seeking part of it is a very real process. It's something that can be actually done. But the emotions we have tied to these figures are very abstract. Yeah. And I think it's like, it's it's hard to step into that reality right. because of the joy that, come on, fantasy sometimes brings a lot of joy. Like to be just completely enveloped in someone's, in, in someone's evolution, artistry, intelligence, mm. everything that makes them them. To, it's almost like you're living vicariously through them. Mm. You're well, enjoying every aspect of them. I'm curious, Mara, what do you think? <laughs> Yeah, I was just sitting back enjoying, enjoying. Sorry, you done got me on the spiral. I mean, it's M2 no, and I love. M. I know. I love to listen to the psychology of it. Yeah, I was just think. Oh, I, mm, I don't know how I feel. I think in one way, I agree with the whole realizing that something you have dedicated a lot of time to invested a lot of money into oh. invested a lot of yourself into mm. is almost. Not a facade, I don't want to say that. But I'm going to use your word, crafted. Mm. It almost, you know the realisation of you getting scammed? It's a lot of re- <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Sorry. you have to relinquish a lot of pride mm. when it comes it's, to holding your yeah. faves accountable. I think a lot of, yeah, that's and what I was going to say. I think a lot of people would rather be on the defence and not admit that they're kind of being, not. it's not fooled though. It's, a, it's just mm, kind of manipulated in a way to have this parasocial relationship mm-hmm. i think a lot of people would rather n- not admit that yeah because they feel sh- like that would make them seem like an mm-hmm. idiot when it's not it's literally just the business you know like, those it's quotes? nothing personal you, you know those <laughs> quotes that people say that they're like oh even if this person has um you know a hundred haters i'm still a fan or even if this person has a hundred fans i'm still a fan even if there's only one fan left on the earth it's me or one hater left on the earth it's Mm. me people (laughs) yeah (laughs) like people it even though it's not unique Mm -hmm. there is something that everyone feels is unique about their connection with this person yeah it's It's like tunnel vision you only see yourself and that it's like when people go to concerts i've been in concerts and i've literally just felt like it was just me mm. and that artist in the room mm. so very um what's that word you know when you take drugs no huh? not you personally no because none of us do that <laughs> but like psychedelic or... yes it's like a psychedelic type of feeling you want the next hit you'll keep that you'll keep a lot of drug <laughs> talk <laughs> you'll keep <laughs> <on the face. laughs> oh my gosh i don't know see i don't even know the terminology so you know i'm not <laughs> I um I also do think. Oh my gosh! Is that a plane? When have your goshes become boys? Is that a bird? <laughs> is that no, a... it's Superman. <laughs> ah! Oh, sorry. <laughs> Where have I just ended up? 
Um, well, I was gonna say something else. Oh yeah, <laughs> sorry. I was gonna say. I also think another aspect that plays into it is like lifestyle changes or lifestyles in general. Oh, okay. Because what we're, lifestyle? We're talking diet, health, exercise. I was just saying or generically like, lifestyle, like, like you move on patterns of fit. Anyway. That was the segue <laughs> to allow you people to do. This is a skill. That was a very badly executed <laughs> skill then. Um, oh, no, please don't let that be a representation of me, bro. Yeah, no, because saying. realistically, I feel like, because we've all, have you've noticed, we've all spoken about this in the realms of when we were younger. Oh, oh, you brought it back to the now. But most of the time, we brought it back to when we were younger. We have a completely different lifestyle to that now. I'm not going to lie. Oh, we God. had nothing else to do. We were bored. Uh, we were sick. Well, we had well, exams and stuff. But realistically, I now said it before, like, no one cared about a little year eight kid. So realistically, we had like the time, and that also led into more investment. Now, if you now, now we don't have time to do anything, but it's like a lifestyle change. Yeah, That's what I'm trying to say some people never actually enter this putting people on a pedestal or idols, mm. but that's just because they haven't had the lifestyle that allows them to do so also some of the figures that are here now there's different ways in terms of cultivating their like fan base or the people that ride for them it's there were there were a lot stronger techniques applied before more Mm. more solid ones that's why you see a lot of people you can tell which ones don't have the 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 groups that will deviate Mm. the Mm. ones that will ride for a cause even if it's a blind one Oh, listen. A spade is a spade. Like, is it though? (laughs) I believe so. (laughs) What is a spade? Enough. No, 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 no. That's not what I was trying to say. Because realistically, stop it, stop it, stop it. What What is it? Let it go. Drop it. Drop it. Are we on earth? Who knows? Nah, cut a mic. Oh, but she's the audio engineer. Somebody (laughs) get a hold of this thing. No, but realistically, (laughs) if a tree falls, no. No. take her out oh are we here is this another dimension is there a parallel universe are we evil in the parallel universe do the parallel universe and us intersect you know this is getting cut right (laughs) are you editing (laughs) oh well i've been now i've been tammy and I've been Mara. And this has been the Not Too Much Podcast. If you didn't know before, you best know now! Whoop whoop! Oh, oh! <laughs> Sorry, she doesn't have some voice again, bitch! Calm down! But season two is good, though. Well done, guys. I'm proud of you. I want bread now. That's gonna be the loudest start to any episode ever. No, because she actually put the puff in Magic Dragon because why she go before she saw the freaking dialogue. I was in my Beyonce Dubai era, like touching the mic. Beyonce made words come out of her mouth. (laughs) Tammy, I'm gonna need you to move back a little bit from the mic. (laughs) Really After all me. this rearranging, just move yourself back. Why must I move? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, 
It's an inanimate Rosa object. Rosa said no. Now, how did we bring Rosa? Uh, <laughs> Speaking of Rosa, so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you see what I have to do as an object? Speaking of Rosa, mm-hmm. tell them. Rosa must have had a very specific personality. So, Mara's not the.